0: Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Akoff. You're listening to Mad Love. Um, one thing that's on my mind right now is I don't understand how anybody could effectively manage pre-diabetes or diabetes without a cl- continuous glucose monitor. Um, at some point, these are going to have to be standard f- for everyone who thinks they may have uh, an issue with glucose or insulin resistance or anything quite like that because... You have no idea what spikes your blood sugar like that. And as long as your blood sugar is spiked, your your metabolism is compromised. So, you know, somebody like me who intermittent fasts, it, it doesn't make sense to fast and then have something that has spiked me so much so that, you know, my blood sugar never fully recovers. So I think without without that measurement, you can't manage it so why medical medicine and insurance are so far behind you know with this technology that's out here um, it should be standard if if you have a fasting glucose so what happened to me is I went to the doctor and I never loved my fasting glucose you know they tell you not to eat and then take your blood and I always was like yo it it, it was in the 90s and it, I didn't love that number Uh, And then my last trip to the doctor, it had finally gotten to 100. And I was like, see, my fasting glucose shouldn't be 100. So what am I doing, you know, during the day? Because I don't eat sugar. I don't eat sugary treats. I don't. So this is where it gets tricky, you guys, because uh, I had to go gluten free because I had a gluten allergy. And so initially... You just don't touch bread at all. But time's caught up. People started to realize people had these gluten allergies. So there were all these gluten bread choices, gluten pastas. The problem is some of these uh, flours that they use instead of uh, wheat flour actually cause more damage to your, um, your blood. They raise your glucose higher than white flour does. Uh, wheat flour so it's like oh man so 10 years of eating gluten-free and you know mostly avoiding you know things but occasionally having a piece of gluten-free bread gluten-free sandwiches you know I I had no idea you know how much those those breads may have spiked my blood sugar plus also um, I would, I would always get burger and fries. Like you could go to a restaurant and you weren't going to get a lot of choices, gluten-free, you know, so you could always go with steak, steak and salad or a burger and fries or a burger and salad. But I almost always got burger and fries because it's like, um, mm, I don't want to be the one who has to get the most fucked up meal on the menu when we're out having dinner. <laughs> so, I did a lot of burgers and fries and, uh, burgers are probably fine, but the fries will spike you because they're just pure carbs and sugar to your body. So, I mean, I don't know how anybody expects to get healed from diabetes or stop being pre-diabetic without a, a continuous glucose monitor. I signed up with the company levels, um, and I'm guessing if you're pre-diabetic, you could have a conversation with your doctor and see if he can get you uh, a CGM. But you definitely want to do something because you can't. I, two and I a half weeks of this thing and I have learned um, and right now I'm just experimenting. So like yesterday, um, I had a gluten free pancake from a, like a pancake house. And it really trashed my blood sugar for hours. It just spiked me, I want to say, to 163. But I'm noticing that there is more metabolic flexibility uh, the more I monitor this. Because that first week, I tried those crackers that I like that are gluten-free, grain-free and all that. But I tried those excuse me, without, um, eating anything else. And that spiked me. So I, now I know, like, if I put those things together, like, I probably, probably will only eat a, like a gluten-free pancake from a pancake house, maybe once a year, if ever, because it was concerning how high my blood sugar went. And when you have prediabetes, it just means it doesn't come down. Like, your body doesn't respond to the insulin that your body produces. Um, You just resist it. Your cells are like, no thanks. So I don't want to be that. So it did come down. So, like, this morning it came down dramatically. I had a nice range. And it came down last night. But, you know, anyway, if you can, we, we need to modernize our meta- medical system. It, it, this stuff should be standard. If you've ever been diagnosed as pre-diabetic or, you know, people are wondering if you have diabetes, it, it takes the mystery out of it. And uh, definitely uh, look up Levels, LevelsHealth.io. Um, it's changing my life and changing the way I eat and changing my attitude towards what I eat. Because in your mind... You, you might be thinking something is healthy, and it actually might be healthy for someone else, just not you. And so that's what um, Viome and Levels have done for me, right? They, it's personalized medicine. So uh, just to follow up a little bit of what I was talking about yesterday, it's great to have a business. I'm not discouraging anybody from going out and forming their own company and and doing something um basically to ensure your own financial well-being, because waiting around on the government or waiting to just, you know, let other people keep deciding how much value you bring to the table. You know, it's just a recipe for disaster. You know, people say you need seven income streams to be a millionaire. I say you probably need 107 income streams to be a millionaire. And some of those can be passive. There is a point where you reach the the destination which is your money is making you money and you don't have to do anything that's even better uh that's where I'm working towards and um trying to get uh complete automation in my my earnings because as much as I love renting cars to people I'll love it even more when I can hire people to run the business and I can just be on vacation in Italy and not worried about you know the numbers and trying to fix cars and Um, you know, taking cars to get them repaired, trying to do the repairs myself, uh, washing cars. I, you know, I, that's been my last year. I'm almost always working, um, either for my full time job or going to wash a car, going to clean a car, going to vacuum a car, going to disinfect a car. It's, you know, I'm ready to move past that. I don't mind doing it, but I, I've built my own business. So the day someone comes to me, and they want to work with me, um, I'll be able to make an informed decision that'll make me a great leader because I've actually done all of it. You only get into a gray area as a leader when you decide you're going to do something and you've never actually done it, but you're going to tell other people what to do. You cannot know what you're asking people to do if you've never done it. And I think you lose a ton of credibility as a manager, as a leader, as a boss, because people are like, well, you didn't do it. So, you know, you don't know what I'm going through. You're you're just commanding, shouting commands from a, a tower. That doesn't mean you understand how to be a boss. And I think a lot of people can see right through that. And you will lose a ton of credibility and a ton of respect. So all these YouTube people encouraging you to get your own company. Yes, do it. But do it the right way. You know, if you do hair... Let people know you've been standing on your feet for hours, days at a time, years at a time, and you deserve this. Not because you have to prove anything to them, but because you deserve respect for working hard and building your own business and brand. It's not easy. It's hard. And I think, you know, when people are telling you, you can do it because I did it. That's great. But you don't show us your hard times. You're only showing us your successful times. And that's good. But why didn't you pick up a camera when you were struggling? That's what we want to see. That's what people need to see, because that's how they will. That's how they will learn and manage their own expectations. But telling everybody it's easy to get business credit, it's easy to do this. A lot of people aren't really positioned to do that if they haven't formed their own LLC yet. There's no reason to rush them into getting business credit. Yes, start getting it as quickly as you can. But you need to understand these things before you just haul off and start doing everything. You need to understand what your business is, why you want to do it. Of course, you want to make more money, but that can't be your only why. If that's your only why, you'll get frustrated real early on and quit. You know, Um, I like cars. I love cars. And I I liked the idea of Turo. So what my next company is doing automate is what I consider perfecting what Turo could have been, had they not been so obsessed with just being, a, you know, clearly a, a, an app tech startup type of deal, you know? Um, my company is a customer service company. It's a concierge service company that happens to rent cars. And um, yeah, you know, have a vision. Know what you want to do. And I can command a staff of people cleaning cars because I've actually been out there and I've cleaned cars. I've cleaned cars. This, so I'll be coming up on a year in next month uh, of doing Turo. I have cleaned cars in the rain. I've cleaned cars And with ice and snow on the ground. I've had to wander around a parking lot trying to find a car and it literally was one degree outside. That was something. And, you know, I have a system and a dude missed the system a little bit and, I mean, wandering around. I probably should have gotten in my car and driven around the lot, but I was walking around the lot because I don't know why. Fired up. like where is this car it's you know it says it should be here it's not right here and I'm walking in one degree weather you know I've I've had people pull back up in the car Uh, I realized this dude like I told you guys a dude drove like 1200 miles in two days and he thought he was gonna do all that with $64 there was a, a check engine light that had come on and it was like and there was a renter like right behind him I'm like oh my god some of it has been super stressful it really has I do a special where you can do prepaid fuel for 50 bucks. So one of my cars is diesel. The other car is premium. You know, you're not gonna fill up for 50 bucks. So I'm basically giving you 20 bucks, 25 bucks. So one man, he was like, cool. I kid you not, this dude brought it back with enough gas for me to make it to the gas station. And that was it. (laughs) He was like, I'm taking full advantage. (laughs) And so, yeah, respect. You know, so this is uh it's a lot of work. And like I said, the day I can hire a staff, I'm like, oh, I know, I know what you've been doing. I know when you reach under the seat and you're like, what the hell, what have people been doing in this car? You know? So, hey, it's a journey and it, I want you guys to start your businesses. I want you to be successful. I want you to grow them. I want you to scale them, but I also want you to do it the right way. And I think YouTube, some of these people are so enthusiastic to get followers and, have people following them, and uh, they get that's an income stream for them. You, if you have a thousand followers, you become a content partner on uh, YouTube, and a lot of people are making money from that, and that's fine. Just don't cloud people's judgment and, and mismanage their expectations, because everybody's not gonna come flying out the gate with something as super successful as some of these YouTube entrepreneurs are making you think. Um, And that's not to discourage you. It's just to make sure you understand how to do it right or you will quit. And then you will have wasted time and money and resources. And, you know, actually starting a business is a very good idea. But you got to be passionate about what it is that you want to do because it will not be easy. And that's my point. I hope you have an amazing Friday. I hope things go well for you. Um, We're coming up on some interesting times. We're getting ready to get into August next week. Um, let's go. Let's go. I hope that everybody, if you, if you have decided you want to do a business that you're growing it, that you are, um, you know, if you haven't done your paperwork, do your paperwork, whatever your goals are for 2022, get after it. Cause we're getting ready to get into the fall and you know how you are, you know how you are. So keep going. All right. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk soon. I'm not going be i not I mm-hmm. will Thank you.